yeah. All right. Let's all right. let's proceed. We're all ready. We're all recording. Well, now that we have Mike's permission. Yeah, yeah. We're all recording. Are we good, all Mike? Right. Can we go? All right. Can we go? <laughs> have we talked about Are this we there before? yet? <laughs> um, yeah. I might have said this before. True story. All right. Hi, hey, guys. everybody. <laughs> God, it's awful. <laughs> Hello, every. <laughs> There's our stick right. right there. All right. We're already we're already in it. Hello. Uh welcome we back to a, another episode. We should have a blooper reel at the end of this. Outtakes. Uh, no, this is gonna be it. Um oh, okay. this is it. We took we took last week off because uh, all of us have stuff going on. Mitch yeah. ha- just moved. Yeah, I I moved to North Carolina. That's uh that's mm-hmm. uh that's been fun. It's been a, a pain and a half. I think I have an ulcer. Um, it's pretty great. I've had this whole week off, and it's consisted of sleeping in um, till about noon, hating myself for the first couple hours, staring at the pile of, of stuff that we still need to unpack, getting on it, and then realizing that it's 2 a.m. and then going to bed. So it's been, a, it's been good. Perfect. You know what? Unpacking is the worst. We moved into this house almost two, two years ago. Jesus. It's been two years. Um and we still have boxes yeah. in the corner of some rooms. Yeah. It's one thing I'm trying to like, you know, I'm not going to get it all done quick, but whatever. It's, uh, you know, I was sure. able to muster together a little uh, recording studio and uh, yeah, hopefully the echo isn't too bad. Are you guys picking that so. up? Are you picking that up? <laughs> Slightly. No, okay. Oh, well. Um, what am I drinking? Yeah, That's a good question. Drink. I am drinking uh, uh, a local microbrewery from North. Co- I'm from North Carolina, and uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a OMB. It's a copper alt beer. It's pretty awesome. Nice. I will say, one thing that I love off the bat about North Carolina, where I live, um, is their microbreweries. All their microbreweries are not like ninety percent IPAs and stouts. They like actually have like a variety of different stuff. I had a uh, uh, what, we went to this place last night that they're, they're what, what do you call it? The flagship, the most popular yeah. flagship. Okay. Was called a Kolsch, I think. It was mm-hmm. a, it's a German style ale mm-hmm. that apparently they won a contest with in Germany. So those, these Americans took their German style beer to Germany and then won, won a competition. So nice. that's pretty good. But yeah, I'll have to take you guys to it. Yeah, you're right. The, uh, on the West Coast, especially in California, they're very hop heavy. A lot of IPAs and shit. Oh yeah, well, that's yeah. just that's just because of the the agricultural nature of California. True. We have we we grow I think th- four, three three or four specific strains are like natural to California or or like what we specialize in here. And we're talking about mm-hmm. beer, right? Not. Yeah, we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about both. hops. <laughs> both. <laughs> both. Yeah, actually, All it's right, a that, lot more than three more. strains, though. So I had a, I had a theory about that, and I actually was thinking about this the first time I came out to visit Charlotte, North Carolina. I live in North Carolina. Uh, my my <laughs> then girlfriend at the time toured me around Charlotte and took me to a few microbreweries. I'm like, wow, it seems like like all of them. There were there was like one or two. Even the smallest one had smallest ones had all this variety in beers. And in California, it seemed like there was mostly IPAs, stouts, West Coast. I mean, uh, uh, West style IPAs, doubles, triples, all that. And I had a theory. Do you think it's mostly the region that spurred that? Or is it because it's catching up to the microbrew culture? Like, you know, is it that the, the East Coast 
got started on it and they've been a long, you know, been doing breweries for longer, you know what I mean? Like more micro brews for a longer time. Um, could that I, be why they have more variety? I would say it's regional. It's probably regional. Cause I remember when, um, I visited, uh, early in my relationship with my lady, I, uh, traveled to Maryland and spent a week with her and her folks. And I remember we went to a couple of breweries out there and I don't remember a lot about it because it's been so long, but I do remember there was a variety. And even out here though, there is still a, a good variety, but I, I do think it's regional because there is like a thing called a West coast IPA. Right. Yeah. Um, and even on the East coast, there's the Northeast IPA, which is the hazy IPA, but style. It's the new wow. England IPA. I always, you're, you're right. New England IPA. I always say Northeast. I, most menus just put ne ipa yeah um but so didn't, i do think it's regional but i actually think it'd be the opposite of what you just said um interesting okay be, uh, as far as the trends because the the beer trends typically start in either san diego portland or the northeast so it could be that the the, the ipa trend hasn't flooded down to north carolina yet okay or they just don't give a shit Oh, they just, oh, yeah. just don't give a shit. <laughs> I also say like IPAs tend to be a, li- a lot more like crisp, refreshing. Uh, they do. I mean, some do get heavy, but they're more like uh, a lighter, crispier, uh, like a flavor you want in like summer. And you know, California, the West Coast, it's perpetually summer here, so um, that could lend to the popularity. And yeah. also something because the other day. Um, I don't know how this just happened, but like I we had a uh, I met with a bunch of reps from uh, Southern California breweries. There was like five of them, I think, and we were all just sitting around a table talking beer. And one of them actually brought up how the reason why Ballast Point has like five different flavors of Sculpin, yeah, was simply because one IPAs are very versatile. Like you could do a lot with them, and two, they it was hard to get certain kinds of hops to brew other kinds of beers. So they, that's when they started fucking around with Sculpin. They made put pineapple in it, mango in it, uh, all those shit. Just because they could, because they <laughs> had tons of that hop, but not different hops and different ingredients. Interesting. So they I may do. And now, and as a result, Sculpin's super popular. You got the grapefruit, mm-hmm. you know, variety pack now. That's, that's funny. That's and expensive. Cool. And it's expensive as fuck. Sculpin is fucking pricey. Uh, okay, it's not just me. Okay, because I thought it was no, like, no, it was Sculpin, good beer. Sculpin is good. It is a good beer, right? But Sculpin is priced at, at the same price as most double IPAs. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that too, and I don't it think it, it, it's it's as good for the price. Is Sculpin the agree. Grey Goose of beer? That's a great analogy. Uh, I can't I can't talk to the point of like how what goes into it, like if the price is justified. Oh, okay. On the on the back end, you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's not a bad comparison. Okay, yeah. it's got a name. It's got it's a fancy a brand, bottle. Yeah, it's a brand that's good, just overpriced. Yeah, that's not a bad gotcha. comparison. I like that. All right. Yeah. All right. Well. All right. Yeah. I, so I thought it was a good uh, icebreaker. Get us talking. Yeah, get us warmed talk. up. Get back into the swing. Beer talk. It's good stuff. Speaking of uh, yeah. ice and breaking. Hurricane Ian. There's no ice. There's no ice. Oh, but, there's a lot of storm. But one could say the both are, you know, you know, uh, symptoms of a bigger problem. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was going to say, Mike, a better way would have gone is like, you know, yeah, watching a lot of footage of Florida, seeing a lot of cops on those segues. You know what? That's a good segue into uh, Hurricane Ian. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so we were, before we started recording, we were talking about Mitch, you're in North Carolina now, so you got a little piece of that, right? We got a very, yeah, I'm, I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina, and if you looked at the... Wait, do you live in North Carolina? Just, just yeah, for a while now. Okay. Um, but uh, if you looked at the map, it was pretty. It was it was the first time I've ever checked weather every two hours because <laughs> when when the hurricane hit Florida the hardest, I think it was Wednesday of last week, something like that. Um, and we were moving in, signing in, moving into our apartment on Thursday, so that weekend. Um, so the hurricane was supposed to move up the coast into North Carolina by Friday and Saturday, and our moving pod was going to get here on Saturday. So we were expecting expecting torrential rain on the day we're supposed to be moving all our furniture in, and it's just me and my wife moving all our crap in, and we were like, oh, this is going to be great. But as it turns out, it we we just caught just the bare, bare edge of the hurricane. If you look at the map, you could see that where we were, it was just barely touched it. it was pretty funny so we got some rain cleared right up when we moved in so that was nice and uh yeah just uh yeah that was that was that so luckily nice. luckily we didn't get any of that we did get a flash flood warning though that was pretty bizarre and normally we get flash flood warnings where uh, we used to li- i used to live in like the foothills and stuff but it was like eh you know but when you're in a new place you're like oh shit but maybe it's real here yeah <laughs> yeah yeah maybe it's real here. <laughs> they actually have water here it blows my mind yeah it must be nice enjoy that yeah I'm just saying, hey, enjoy the humidity when summer rolls around because it's going to be oh, yeah. killer. Yeah, not looking forward mm. to that. That and the bugs will be it's like will North be Carolina is, is like one giant swamp. Yeah, we're 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 right on the northern side, right next to is it Virginia? That's right there, I think. Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, I will say I the tobacco miss. though, probably top notch. Oh, probably, huh? You know what's unfortunate? Start smoking. <laughs> it's a. <laughs> It's like a sign of the, it's a sign of the area. And it was one thing I was like, wait, what the fuck? And my wife's like, it's the South. Calm down. Um, <laughs> we're, we're, we're not, we're not, too, <laughs> shit. What? we're, we're what? not too far from a major highway. Um, and our nearest like shopping center, it's got all like, you know, the target, the McDonald's, all the, you know, all the like whatever stuff that we drive to. It's called plantation square. Yeah. is the name of the shopping center. And it's like, it was one that I'm like, oh, shit, they haven't changed that yet, have they? <laughs> well, they're that not going to su- change it. Like, that's... No, I, that was surprising, but... At least it wasn't like, you know, General Lee Square. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that would be but... in Virginia, actually. Yeah. Not in North Carolina. Well, either way. Know your history. So, so uh, yeah, Hurricane Ian. So I have a commentary on this. Um, okay. Slightly political. We should have launched nukes at it, right? We should have launched nukes at it. We were live tweeting as Hurricane was happening. <laughs> <laughs> no, so a slight commentary on on this uh, that's political. Um, it was interesting to me. So I watched this uh, little press conference thing through a podcast I watch. So this guy was commenting on it. But it was pretty much uh, Biden and DeSantis at a, a joint press conference discussing it. And I was like... This is how it should always be. Because you have, like, Biden came, like, Biden has said some harsh words about Trump supporters. DeSantis has said a lot of harsh shit about Democrats and Biden. But then this thing happens, and the two of them work together, and they complement each other. And it's like, so this can, this is, this can happen. Yeah. Yeah. 
the the crazy insults and all that shit doesn't need to happen. That's all political theater. So when shit hits the fan, y'all are taking it seriously. You're getting along. You're working together. You're getting shit done. Why can't this be the norm when there's not an emergency? I mean, this is something I thought about, and that's the what a guy the guy I was listening to he was commenting on that as well. The first thought that comes to my mind is, it in fact it's it's not so much like why can't it always be like this it's for me it's more like uh yeah this is how it normally is it isn't as divisive as mainstream makes it out to be because at the end of the day they still care about people i mean you know as as much as any other normal person would um so i think for a moment we saw some reality and some humanity people actually coming together and 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 uniting a little bit jenny maybe a little bit um I don't know. I think it's it's all in that political theater thing. And put on your tinfoil hats because I'm going to go down a rabbit hole. Go. There we go. Um, I think I think it's all like the 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 constant quibbling, the the back and forth. Uh, I think it's all just a big distraction. Um, distracting us. It's like look look at the shiny look at the shiny ball look at the shiny ball. And with the other hand, they're they're making the real political moves over here. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm just like, what, so while we're focused on this right now, what are they sneaking through? And mm-hmm. I, I'm not just talking about Republicans or Democrats. I'm talking about all of it. Like what, what are they trying to do right now and distracting us? Like the whole overturning of Roe v. Wade, that was a distraction as much as it sucked. It's like, okay, put all the attention on this. What, what aren't we seeing happening behind mm-hmm. closed doors now? Hmm. Well, there I mean, was an example of that during Trump's presidency too, because yeah, I, I agree. It's usually anytime there's grandstanding, it's I'm always the same, looking, okay, what's really happening over there or whatever. Um, there was and there was examples, and I can't think of any, so I'll just drop it. But um, I know that <laughs> happens a lot, where you know there'll be the news coverage of this insane thing that's happening, and then all of a sudden on the side, there's like actual law being passed that everyone's like, wait, 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 no one saw that, but. Well, and I would agree, but with this, I think it's different because like, I don't think they concocted a hurricane. Hey, man, they, just, they got the weather machine. They to it. They Alex got the Jones weather machine, did. man. I was there, man. I saw it happen, well, my, man. My point is, like, you, you had these, uh, and this could transition to a different topic. Uh, you had the, the political theater where you have Pelosi and Schumer with their African scarves taking a knee in front of the cameras. You have Marjorie Taylor Greene in a prison cell praying for a fake prisoner. Um, you have all these political theater shit. Um, and then you have something that is serious and needs to be taken care of. And all of a sudden, like they're getting along. Cause like DeSantis is also someone who loves political theater, but shit hit the fan. He needed federal help and they got along. They shared a stage and they were shaking hands and it was fine. I even remember, um, several years ago during the wildfires in California, um, granted, I'm not a fan of the man, but like Trump came down and him and Gavin Newsom were like checking out the fire together and they were standing and they were talking and they were discussing and it was nice. Um, and just, it just kind of bothered me. That's like, why can't that just be the norm? Which Mitch, you said that like that, that used to kind of be the norm, but now it seems like there's more political theater and as the norm, I don't know. I'm, I'm not fucking random. No, it's and I'm, but, I kind of agree with Danny. What I think it's just all, and it's not even like a theory. I just. I, I call this like just truth for me is that it's not a, just, if anything, it, it keep watching so that they can 
play more commercials and they'll get more money. And when there's not an, when there's a natural disaster and everyone needs to come together, they work and it's great. And our leaders do what we voted for them to do. When there's not something to rave about, if there's not a war or a disaster or a depression, you they invent shit to get everyone hyped out, hyped about. And I shouldn't say invent things, but they like overhype things. And that's where you get the theater and the divisive political. Sure. And look how horrible this is life and death because, oh, my God, they might vote differently about abortion. And that is going to be the end of America. And that's that. Um, when in reality, it's perspective wise, it's like not that big of a deal, but they make it bigger of a deal until something actually comes along. that's actually a big deal. And then you're like, oh, shit, wait, I guess they do get along on the <laughs> on the important things. What's it, Danny? Who is the wrestler trend politician? Um, <laughs> There's been a bunch, dude. Goldberg. Jesse Ventura? Uh, it was Jesse Ventura and then Kane. Kane? Yeah, Kane became, uh, I want to say, governor of, or mayor of some town in uh, Tennessee or something. Right. Well, fuck Kane. I was talking about Jesse Ventura. Yeah. One thing I remember he said years ago was politics is like professional wrestling. That... And on camera, they're all fighting, but then behind the scenes, they're all hugging and getting along. <laughs> yeah. And I do feel like it used to be like that, but I feel like now it's a little more real, like the actual tension is real. I but mean, that's just me. Th the clearest example of why that, it for me, it rang true, and I don't know if it was for most people, is, was how, how true it was that it was all just mostly just staged and overhyped, was the Democratic primary debates between Kamala Harris and Joe Biden and Harris calling Biden a racist because he was like, you know, he was doing all this. What was it? It was the busing. He like didn't vote for the busing thing or something it like that. It was something like that. Like in the eighties or nineties. I remember. Yeah. But she called him a racist. And then a month later he named her the, the vice president and they both were like, what, you know what? Come on. And for me, I was like, okay, you know, there you go. So come and you on. know what? <laughs> You're right. Cause that, that shit, Cause that, no, there's that, cause that. People still talk about that. How like Harris went at Biden hard, yeah. and Biden was just like, "All right, well, you should be my VP." And then to to kind of to pivot to even like on the Republican side, the the primaries in 2016 were fucking wild. Yeah, like, that was dark. Trump dark was times. like, <laughs> Trump was like calling Cruz's wife a dog. Like yeah. he was in, insulting these men. And as yeah. soon as he got the nomination, they were like. All right, cool. Yeah. These are guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. Like, it was and like they what? became lap dogs. Yeah. Um, no. It, no. no, so I mean, no the, it the wasn't Trump that they, I I Go disagree, on. Danny. I don't think they changed. I think just the veil came down. They stopped acting, and that's really what it was. It was they all knew I think it was they changed. all bullshit. But um, I think it was just all they were like, yeah, we're gonna hype shit up, and we're gonna post that we're mad about it, and the news is gonna report about how crazy this is, and then at the end of the day, they're like, eh, I don't care. <laughs> it's all bullshit. <laughs> Well, so so pivoting because I actually do. This is a, the good, a good group here to get a, a variety of con, uh, opinions. How do we feel? We're a little late on it, but how do does the group feel? Uh, coming so we're talking about Florida, DeSantis about the whole. Um, I am blanking on the name. The when immigration. He he, he, he flew the immigrants up to uh, Martha's, Martha's Vineyard. Vineyard. Yeah. Yeah. How do we feel about this? Someone go Fucking first. hilarious! 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 Terrible! grandstanding i wouldn't have done it but still pretty funny you gotta laugh at shit like this because well, <laughs> what else can you do <laughs> kidnap hilarious yeah well we transport prisoners all the time that's not necessarily kidnapping but they weren't prisoners they were 
no, what do they call it? Non-citizens or citizenship challenged, whatever. So they were here in... <laughs> citizenship challenged. Sorry. Whatever they call it. They <laughs> were funny. in custody. They were in custody. So mm. they were transporting prisoners. They weren't in custody. What they would you call it? They were... Legal they were my, aliens. Yeah, go on. Um, who were lured into a bus and then onto a plane with the promise of work and whatever else you know, immigrants come into this country for, and then flown from, I think, Texas to Florida, and then from Florida up to Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, I heard that they were lured and promised, too. The problem is, is that one side says they were lured, other side said they were volunteered, so it's kind of hearsay as to well, it's, how they got into the buses. Or but both things are right. If you're lured, you volunteer to go. Yeah. So, like, it's both correct. But... Anyway, using people as political pawns is always fucked up. Okay, I'm glad you said and, that, because that was my opinion on it, is I always roll my eyes at the political theater. Like I said, the whole Schumer and Pelosi with the fucking African scarves and kneeling. I always roll my eyes at that shit. But when you're actually using real people is when I kind of like, I kind of draw the see, line. You, it's like, okay, you, now, you, now you're fucking with people. You, you cut me off with the butt, though. But... um. The, 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 it's not like, okay, it's not like flying people from the border to places inland is so out of this world because there are plans and, you know, you know, the political plans never really work, but they, there were planning to have relief centers inland. They said somewhere in, you know, like actually in the mainland United States away from the border to alleviate the stress that on these border cities. So it's not like it's like, oh, my God, they moved people. Can you believe that? It's like, no, yeah, they do that. They send them from center to center. They were talking about moving them to states inland. Um, that wasn't that far-fetched. Now, it is outlandish to use people as political, you know, things. And we can say we're above it, but both sides do it all the time. We had, you know, the... Um, what's her name AOC at the border taking pictures and looking all sad and using people as political things. Okay. But in, if I can cut you off. Yeah, yeah. I agree. The AOC shit is obnoxious as well. When she did that photo op where she was like, hold on to the gate, but no, she wasn't putting in anyone. Like she wasn't transporting anyone. She wasn't you like, yeah, she was using people, but she wasn't moving people. The thing with DeSantis is that, he moved these people, and from what I read, some of these people like had hearings coming up for their migration status. So like he he fucked with them, like he could potentially fuck their shit up, based on this thing. And so I I do agree that AOC that whole photo op is fucking cringeworthy, but like this he he actually is now fucking with people's lives. Um, and I know the whole coverage of it. A lot of people on the right were like, "Oh yeah, fucking owned." Um. But really, like, I think, I don't know where I'm going with this, but, like, that kind of act crosses the line for me. Like I said, I roll my eyes at all this fucking political theater, but as long as you're not fucking with anyone's life, fine. Be, be your dramatic self. But this crossed the line because now he was actually directly fucking with people's lives. You understand what I'm saying? Does that make sense? I, I understand. It's, it's, and it's where I'm kind of on the fence a little bit because, on the other hand, I look at it, from governor abbott's point of view in that we are overwhelmed we have way more people coming over and it's getting worse every day not only is the administration not helping but they're saying stuff that's actually making the flow of people even worse 
they have no idea what it's like in in these in these southern cities where they're just becoming over overrun they need to know maybe give them a little bit of you know a sample of what it is what can you do invite them down here that's not going to work because they're just going to go home anyway so we loaded what 50 49 people to martha's vineyard and now they're suddenly they were out within 24 hours like in a bus sending them back within 24 hours and it was like yeah, it's crazy, right? When you get all these people that you don't know what to do with. Hello, this is what we're trying to do here. So I see the point. So I don't know do if you, I 100% agree with the execution, but I see the point. But so so you I just want to be clear. Sending them to Martha's Vineyard, which is an island off season with no jobs, a small population and little resources is the way to prove the point. So I'm going to say I, I understand like the whole Im the immigration issue, but there's ways to go about it like adults. Agreed. I'll agree to that. Yeah. Like, if your kid is whining and fussing and throwing a fit, you can either punch them, or you could sit them down and have a talk. Yeah, I don't know if that's the best. Maybe, maybe analogy, the kid's a weird, but... weird fucking metaphor. No, but yeah. I do get the point. Like Martha's Vineyard being, it was an obviously political move. If they wanted to truly yeah. make a point and truly help these people, they would have sent them to New York or Washington D.C. or somewhere inland where they don't have this deal. And, and, and give them, give them a heads up. Be like, hey, uh, whoever the fucking right. mayor of New York is, hey, we're overwhelmed here. We're gonna get some of these people voluntarily and move them up there. Are you good with that? Because we need help. And then if New York was like, fuck off. They could have. I would be hundred percent. DeSantis is like, hey, look it. We try to we try to communicate, and New York told us to fuck off. Yeah. Then I'd be was on it board. Was it DeSantis whole, that did it? I thought it was Texas. De, DeSantis yeah, it was, it was, was, was responsible was for it, but DeSantis. they were from Texas. Yeah. So the okay, because I thought I thought Abbott did it, and DeSantis supported. That's what I heard. But the thing I think it was absolutely off. If if Abbott is saying we don't have space in Texas for these people, Texas is the second largest state in a, of, of our country. And yeah, it's I'm not. Willing to it's bet not the space. Per I think capita. it's more. I think it's more resources than actual it's, space. It's people. It's money. It's uh. You know, they ran out of. They ran out of buildings, really, and they're like, too you know, many well, Californians coming in. I get it. Right. That's what yeah. it was. <laughs> but I think I hate when Californians just like. I hate when Californians just move to another state and they make that yep. state worse. <laughs> Be careful, man. They're going to start bussing and flying Californians out of the states, sending yeah, them back yeah. to California. But I, I think that's actually a, a more mature way to go about it. Like, so San Francisco claims they're a sanctuary city, right? So if Abbott or DeSantis, they're both kind of border states, goes, hey, we have all these immigrants that are waiting for le their legal status. You're a sanctuary city. Can we bust them to you? And then when San Francisco says no, there's your political point. Okay, see, I thought that's why they chose Martha's Vineyard, because it, they claim to be a sanctuary city. I don't and... think Martha's Vineyard is. No, okay. I mean it's though. too it's too small. Like the it's it's an island. Like you don't send <laughs> more people. No, but it was already... no, it was so obviously a political statement, and that's why it was kind of like oh my god, notoriety. It's right in their face because Martha's Vineyard, Martha's Vineyard being notorious for the left elite being there. Obama sure. had his his what birthday celebration in the middle of COVID, or was planning his birthday celebration there in the middle of yeah, COVID. Man. So it's like. It wasn't random. This was obviously picked for that. So for that reason, yeah. Anyway, yeah. again, it's yeah. like I I agree with the the intent. I don't think I agree 100 percent with the execution. <laughs> so and you know what? Yeah, I might take some flack for it. I actually would agree with the intent as well. Like bring some fucking attention to this issue. But I just think when you're actually fucking with people's lives, like what what if Martha's Vineyard, from my understanding, the people came together. 
they found mm-hmm. some shelter like a church or a gym or something. So they housed the people, they got them food, and they had the National Guard come in and take them somewhere where they could be taken care of. So good for them, whatever. But what if they weren't equipped? Like, so now you have 48 people who just fucking get off a plane and, and, and die? That's well, dramatic, I mean, but I'm saying what if this, this island was very ill-equipped? Yeah. Which they already I mean, were. That, that literally was the point he's trying to make. It's like, look, but, in Texas, but, we're maxed out. We have nothing. They're crossing the border, and they have nothing, nowhere to go. They're being crammed so, into these places. But but in this, so in this very illogical, extreme example, he's okay with sacrificing lives to make a political point. It's an extreme yeah. example. I get it. But that's my point, yeah, is that I, that's the I, I line's crossed. No, he knew they'd be taken care of, and everyone knew they'd be taken care of, and everyone's just... I think I think the right is overhyping the severity of like their desperation, like the like th- we're that desperate. There's nowhere else to go, and the right's kind of overhyping that. I think the left is overhyping. Oh my God, these are people's lives that we're endangering, and it's like, yeah, but what about the other million or so that have passed over this past month? Are you like going to pretend you care about them too, or 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 what? Yeah. I, I that's that's the thing. Like, I I think it's it's you can make both points that you there's still this immigration issue, but some of these people, from what I read, and it could be wrong, did have like appointments and 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 hearings that they were scheduled to go to for their immigration status, and this whole thing could have possibly fucked it up. Now, Danny touched on something that, and I I don't I'm not a legal person that technically they could possibly get them for trafficking. I'm not ma- I'm not going to argue the they're, point. They're trying. Trying I know to some people are um, by luring people onto a plane or transportation with false pretenses to, to take them somewhere is kind of trafficking. Now, do I think DeSantis will get in trouble for that or or Abbott? No, I think this is, uh, it won't happen. But it's just kind of an interesting thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm sorry, but I think that's kind of an example of of abusing the definition of a word calling it trafficking and human trafficking because all that means all that does in my opinion is just uh, lower the value of that word human trafficking they transported refugees from one place to another they do that every day all the time whether they want to or not and yeah, to call it human plan, trafficking but like there's usually what? a communication set up or a plan set up there was no plan these people got off the plane and everybody's like the fuck you doing here yeah, I mean, but the, the same the same can be said about Martha's Vineyard and sending them back. They loaded them on buses and sent them somewhere else. Not true. Too, so they not true. Just be, no, there was a plan. There was a plan when they sent them back. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then yeah. <laughs> it wasn't just piling this bus. I don't know what's going to happen to you. No, they're not. They're not going to do that. Well, they didn't get on a bus in Martha's Vineyard. They'd go right into the ocean. <laughs> just push them off the dock. They that's no good for anyone. <laughs> it's good for All the right. sharks. Enough of that one. Um, here's a, a lighter topic. I recently, have you, any, either of you heard the Danny DeVito rule? No. So the Danny DeVito Possibly. rule is if changing the actor of a character to Danny DeVito makes the character a psycho, then he's always been a psycho. Huh. For instance. Okay. Fifty Shades of Grey. The character's name is Christian Grey, if I recall. Yes. Um, if you gave that, if Danny DeVito played that character, God, he would probably 
look and feel like a psychopath. Interesting. Okay. So does that mean that character is not, has always been a psychopath? He's just always been played by someone sexy. That's the oh, idea of the rule. It. Oh, I love it. I love and it. And what okay. other examples could we find with the Danny DeVito rule? Well, I want to say the character of Christian Grey is not a psychopath. He's more of a sociopath. Fine. <laughs> but if Danny DeVito is playing him, it's suddenly how, not how cool. do we interpret that character? Be- well, because so what you're basing this on is essentially physical looks and attraction. Yes. So if they're not a sexy, successful businessman with a kink, then they're a psychopath. How do we interpret the character? Yes. <laughs> okay. Because I mean, if okay, so by that logic, if if fucking I, I don't know, Tom Cruise plays the dad in Matilda. Does that make him a better person? No, no. The, the mm. point of it is that these characters with heavy flaws yeah. are okay. overlooked because of their sexiness. But then if you put someone in there that the, their looks don't... Okay. Example. Uh, Danny DeVito as Mr. Miyagi in Karate Kid. Because <laughs> now, now he's not this wise, like... Now he's not this wise sage with a cool accent. Now he's just a weird middle-aged guy doing child labor in his backyard. <laughs> That is a great example. <laughs> I said, oh wax on, wax off. You can do it again. I'm coming in blasting. Not up, down, damn it. <laughs> Daniel, son. <laughs> oh, that needs to be an edit. Someone needs to edit that. Um, Danny DeVito as Willy Wonka. Yes. Well, I mean, Willy, Willy Wonka was a psychopath. psychopath. Yeah. So. <laughs> there you go. But it'd be worse. And- it could be just charming, quirky uh, uh, Gene Wilder or charming, quirky Johnny Depp or not charming, very quirky Danny DeVito. It's a very different tune. But Danny DeVito so as the Jigsaw. the take over the factory? <laughs> I'm sorry. Danny, Danny first, then Mike. Was it? I said, when did the Oompa Loompas take over the factory? <laughs> <laughs> he was just promoted. I believe that says- storyline a lot more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. I was going to say Danny DeVito as Jigsaw. Oh, that'd be good. That makes sense. You don't need a little puppet. You can just have him on the tricycle. Nothing Nothing would change. Nothing would change. Hello, Sarah. I want to play a game. (laughs) Yeah. I I saw a meme that described the Danny DeVito rule, and that just made me uh, start thinking about it. I love it. I love it. Put Danny DeVito as Tony Stark, and suddenly he seems kind of crazy. No, I, I, I see that's a character that makes more sense to me. Danny DeVito as this like this tech billionaire CEO, whatever, who's had enough and uh, decides to start fighting crime. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> You're gonna need a lot more CGI for the suit, though. <laughs> <laughs> a lot more. CGI. We're talking. We're talking servers. I'm trying to think of like a a movie or a role everyone loves. You know, but if you like take a step back, it's kind of creepy <laughs> that everyone loves just because of that actor. So, oh, okay, Magic Mike. <laughs> they did that on no. Friends. They did that on Friends. How fucking dare you? Oh, that's right. Devito did the stripper. Oh, that was funny. Did they? That was good. It, it oh. was com- it was comedy was gold, but good. Perfect. God, watching him take off clothes is just. Oh. Danny Rhea Devito Pony. as Forrest Gump. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. Watching DeVito play a mentally challenged person would be hard, man. Was... Especially the running scenes. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be funny to see DeVito play uh, um, the main guy in Cuckoo's Nest. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. That'd be funny. Murphy? Yeah. That would be great. It would be really good. I, I would yeah. love that. I can see that. That was like one of his first... DeVito's first like movie roles, wasn't it? Was in mm-hmm. Cuckoo's Nest. But uh like can you picture him like older playing Murphy? That'd be that'd be rad. Yeah. What else? Um uh, DeVito, DeVito playing DeVito playing Dexter. Everyone would have a very different idea of Dexter. Yes. That'd Great be example. awesome. Yes. Okay. This is pretty good. Danny DeVito as I was hoping something came to me. Yeah, no, all right. I'm just trying to think of, like who's like our morally corrupt like guys that we like love. Danny DeVito as Littlefinger. As who? Well, we, Littlefinger. I think Littlefinger is a psychopath anyway. Well, I mean, he's 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 one of those guys that you love, like like you love to hate and hate to love. Um, Danny DeVito playing Damon Targaryen. <laughs> I mean, I'm not completely caught up, but I know he's already kind of psycho, so that that fits mm-hmm. already. Are you guys watching Rings of Power? No. No. Are you guys watching Andor? <laughs> no. Andor? I want to watch Andor. Stellar. I've heard it's really good. Stellar. Then this is coming from me who looks for reasons to hate shit. Andor is really good. And well, like it's, it was, it's, it's like a slow burn. It's like a real slow burn. The past episode or two have been, unfortunately. Okay. But it was my biggest mistake to start watching it. Because now I'm like, when the episode ends, I'm like, fuck, I got to wait for the next, you know, but oh, it's really good. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to do a review on it. Because um, have we been like watching she It's a spy thriller, right? It kind of, it's more like, yeah, like a guerrilla, you know, warfare kind of, you know, okay. uh, mixed run. with some mercenary and mixed with like a lot of like the, the resistance against the empire. You really believe the kind of rebellion because it's on several levels they do it on different levels and you'll 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 know when you watch it but it's yeah mm-hmm. really good okay. really good mitch have you watched she hulk at all no not yet no i'm still getting caught up i watched uh what is it um the 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 widow of color um the uh because we're watching them in chronological order so it was ant-man um i think it was widow of color and then spider-man and we don't know how to find spider-man because it's not on any streaming services um spider-man's on it's, oh no, you're right. It's not. It's not streaming. I don't think. Because it's yeah. Sony owned. Yeah, because we've been watching them on Disney Plus. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we might skip uh, it for now and go straight to Doctor Strange. But um, shoot me, yeah. shoot me a message, or when we remind me when we stop the podcast and we're just talking afterwards. Um, I have my movies everywhere account that I can. Oh shit! With. Okay. It's on there. there you awesome. Yeah. But you, you for but, now you probably can skip it without much consequence. Yeah. yeah, that's what I, I figured. Because there's nothing... It's a good movie. There's nothing after it that, like, really you need to know. So, Civil War was basically Spider-Man's origin, pretty much, right? In in, in the MCU, yes. That was his first appearance. Yeah, okay. Yeah. In that one. Yeah, I mean that one. But, um, yeah, so we're getting caught up. But, no, I have not seen uh, the She-Hulk yet. But I'd be, I'd, be, I'd be curious about your opinions about She-Hulk. <laughs> it's yeah. a woke leftist agenda. Well... well I've actually heard because though universally, if you like it or dislike it, everyone's saying the CGI is dog shit. Yes, it is oh. dog shit. If you like it or dislike it, everyone's like, "Yeah, the CGI sucks." 
That sucks. Um, and yeah, then there's a lot of people who are just like, it's just a woke show. And um, I am six episodes in. I just finished the sixth episode of the Dahmer show. Um, I, just, I can't get on board with that shit, man. I haven't watched it, but what do you think about it? We've only watched six episodes. It feels like 60. Every episode is like packed full of just the darkest shit. And I'm loving it. I'm just like, I, I'm loving it. And But it's like just so just... It's 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 setting the standard for for uh, <laughs> just dark shit that's being produced. <laughs> it's just terrible to say because for the longest time, do you guys know the movie Dahmer where uh, Jeremy Renner played Jeffrey Dahmer? Did you ever see that? I didn't watch it. I know it what you're was, talking about, but I haven't watched it. It was an early career role he played, and I thought it was phenomenal. But forever, I've been telling people like, yeah, he played Dahmer. Eh, you probably don't need to see it because holy shit, it's pretty it's pretty effed up. Um, compared to this show, it wasn't that bad. So, <laughs> but, um, so there's a lot of just dark stuff in it, but they're doing, as far as I can tell, they're doing it justice in that. Yeah. This guy was horrible, horrible. So from what I've heard about it, I've, I've heard some people say it's really good, but the most people, like what I've seen the most of is that everyone thinks that actor whose name eludes me at the moment. Yeah. Um, Peter, thank you. There you go. Evan, Evan Peters. Peters. That he is phenomenal in the role, but they said outside of that, the show is meh. But that yeah, he this, carries it. That's kind of like saying Forrest Gump is good, but if it wasn't for everyone else in the show, it's like, no, it's like all Forrest Gump. It's all yeah. what it is all about. And a lot of it is just him, just focused on him. So, uh, yeah, no, he's it's, it's one of those. Sorry, go ahead. It wasn't Evan Peters. It was Ralph Boner. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> You're not caught up on the MCU yet. I, so. I'm not wrong. I am not wrong. <laughs> Worst. Anyway. Who's who's Ralph Boner? It's a, a stupid fucking character he plays in the MCU. You'll you'll uh, see it. Oh, you'll the, see it eventually. Uh, the the silver man, right? Or a quicksilver? No, Allegedly, I saw, yes. I saw WandaVision. Um, and I saw that great moment where they crossed universes in WandaVision. I thought that was hilarious. They didn't though. That's Ralph Boner. That's not Quicksilver. Okay. Don't get me started. I'll be fucking mad. Okay. Um, Alright. Alright. Moving on. Moving on. Before Mike loses his shit. Um, uh. Speaking of, we're, we're talking about this shit. Might as well go on to, we're a little late on this and I don't, we don't need to talk about it a lot. Black we already Ariel. talked about Martha. We already talked about Martha's Vineyard. What do you... <laughs> Black Ariel. Oh, Black Ariel. Blariel. Yeah. Who the fuck cares, man? So, no, here's my question. We don't have to talk about Ariel. My question is, what are, is our general opinion on flipping the races of characters? Just open conversation. I have my opinions. I'll let you guys start. I mean, if Not it was an audition... <laughs> And, like, she was, like, the most talented that auditioned and got the part solely based on that. And that's why they're, like, changing everything up to kind of make it make sense. Cool. Uh, but if they're just like, no, we want her to be black because we have a message. Um, that's that's kind of like, all right, come on. Um, I, I've heard this argument made, and I can't help but agree with it. It was the same argument that Daniel Craig made about 007. Um, 
why do we feel the need to replace characters that are created with something else? Why can't we just, I'm going to, I'm going to word it wrong. Um, why feel the need to replace it? Why can't you create new characters? If that's what, if that's what like Danny, what you were talking about is that if they wanted to make a Disney princess that was black and, and her own thing, um, why replace one? Why not make a new one? Why do you have to replace one? Yeah. I think my sister asked it. Uh, she's like, well, what, what's going to happen at Disneyland when they have the, you know, the characters come out um, yeah. and Ariel comes out, which one's going to come out? Are they both going to come out or, or, or what, you know, what's oh. kind of, I mean, that's a minute kind of maybe nitpicky thing, but it's kind of like a, yeah, well, yeah, we know what they look like, unfortunately, but that's what TV is, is a character that looks like something. Um, but I don't know. It's interesting. It's very interesting. It was one that Danny, you hit it on the nose when Mike first brought it up is who the fuck cares. I always hated Ariel as a character, as a movie, everything that like just is stupid. I mean, and I love Disney, but I hated Ariel. And then, so when this whole thing came out, I was like, I don't care. I really don't care. But Everyone says I should care, so what's my opinion? I don't know. All right. Reminds me of a joke. <laughs> Why does Ariel wear seashells? Because the B-shells were too small. <laughs> I knew it was coming. That was good. So that I think, good. I don't really care what race she is, as long as she's sexualized. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, Just be real here. Um, I mean, let's uh, be honest. Disney's probably thinking the same thing. <laughs> I'm thinking I, all those poor 30-something-year-old guys that grew up watching The Little Mermaid, and that's where they discovered their redhead fetish. And finally, they're like, a live-action Ariel, this is going to reawaken something in me. And then find out how it was cast, and you're like, this is this is fine. I thought you were going to go the other way. I thought you were going to be like, yeah, this is going to be awesome. And then you're like, oh, she's 16. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, no, that with, that that's not the issue. The age isn't the issue. It's, of course not. <laughs> um, no, so oh, my, you know what? as long opinion, as as long as they get Snoop Dogg to play Flounder, I'm good with it. <laughs> I'd be good at that too. Woo. So I think Yo, shit, not Ariel, just Ariel. What the fuck you doing? But across the board, because this has been a, a topic that's come up before in our cultures. I don't give a shit what race a character is, unless the race informs the character. Does that make sense? Yeah. In Ariel's, uh, you know, in Ariel's case, it doesn't really matter because it's not a real species. And there was a black mermaid in uh, one of the cartoons. I remember they had a screenshot of it. But if a character is informed by race, then I would be opposed to changing the race. Okay. But and I, I have not seen a case where that that was the case. I haven't seen a race it's, flip to where it, it violates the character in that sense. Here, there, I think it's... Because it, in Rings of Power, I know you guys said aren't watching it, but one of the biggest things, unfortunately, that everyone's raising shit about is the fact that there are black elves and there are multiracial people in this Lord of the Rings setting. And if you look at it objectively, it's like, yeah, that makes total sense. Why, why, who says that, you know, the Lord of the Rings is all strictly white? That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I mean, when, when Martin, uh, not Martin, oh my God, when Tolkien, <laughs> when Martin Scorsese wrote, no, I meant J.R. Martin, when oh, okay. Martin wrote Lord of the Rings, J.R. No, Martin, when, <laughs> George R. I'm sure he thinks he, I'm sure he thinks he did. No, but when, 
when Tolkien wrote Lord of the Rings at the time, you know, he based it on what English history and drew the whole mythology mm-hmm. from that. And yeah, they were all white in ancient medieval English history. But today here we have this, you know, perspective of this fantasy medieval land they'd be all kinds of, they'd be all the races and it's beautiful and watching rings of power. It's awesome. Cause it's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what, you know, what really matters is are they elven or are they human? We're going to invent another kind of race to bitch about not the <laughs> color of their skin. No. So What's what? go on. Sorry. I don't, I don't. Uh, you saw it in, I, mean, I hate to say that the video game culture had the lead on it, but you saw it in the fallout series in the oblivion series. You you run into these other characters, these NPCs that are all different kind of races and you could create your own character to be whatever race or gender you want. And it's beautiful because it, you realize that it really doesn't matter compared to everyone else. So now there's all this hate about these, these, you know, black elves and stuff and in rings of power. My wife is showing me like, you know, the hate that these actors are getting and it's, it's terrible. So there is a, there's a healthy way in which you can exploit, not exploit, uh, but destroy the old paradigms of they all have to be white or whatever. It's like, no, who says they have to all be white? Let's mix it up. In Ariel's case, I don't know though. I don't know. Well, so I was going to say something. Um, so I remember a while back I was talking to, I think it was someone at the bar, but we were talking about um, uh, Thor and uh the mcu thor and how his his crew if you will had like an asian uh white dude chick and then what's his name yeah yeah idris elba as danny character name heimdall heimdall just forgot it is a black guy how that's okay because this is this is not historical this is these are fictional characters a fictional version of these gods fine but if you were to do like granted they're they're not real, but like an historical at a like historical version of Nordic history, it would be weird if there was a black guy. But it's sure. not that's not what it is though. It's kinda like um Hamilton, the musical. It's it's a fictional portrayal of these guys, so who cares what race they are? But if you're doing a biopic on Hamilton, it would be a little odd if he's Asian. Um so I think there are those lines to draw. Uh and I remember but yeah, so that it's in my head and I know you you t- talked about a little bit but like if the character if will smith is uh daniel character name the genie no <laughs> uh the fucking marksman oh deadshot. deadshot uh i almost said bullseye wrong wrong character um that so that was technically a car- uh, a race flip from what he was traditionally known as but there was no reason why he had to be white yeah so who yeah. gives a shit um, there's other characters too, but even to 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 make another well, I mean, point, even Nick Fury. On. Nick Fury started out as a white character, and then they changed it. Like some artist got it in his head, it's like, hey, I would I really want to see Samuel Jackson as this character, so he started drawing Nick Fury to be Samuel Jackson, and then lo and behold, who gets cast as the part of Nick Fury? Sam fucking Jackson. Well, well yeah, so, and there's nothing about that character that needs to be a certain to, race. Exactly. Though. There's yeah. nothing about it. Now, to, to take the other side, though, like a character like Steve Rogers, not Captain America, Steve Rogers, if they made him black or a different race, it would rub me the wrong way because it would make no sense. Mm-hmm. World War II guy making him a super soldier. They're not doing that to a black guy in 1940. <laughs> <laughs> That's not racist yeah. to say. That's just it wouldn't make sense. Well, even even you. like was it the uh, the new show, the uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier show? Mm-hmm. They kind of touch on that. 
Yeah. That whole aspect. Because there's that one guy who went into the Super Soldier program, got the Super Soldier whatever, mumbo jumbo, and was like a spec ops kind of, uh, like a black ops type of character for the M- for, uh, for the Army, whatever. Yeah. Or the Army, whatever, what have you. Um, and yeah, when Sam meets him, he's like, whoa, well, why haven't you come forward? He's like, look at me, dude. They're just going to deny everything. <laughs> yeah, and he was treated like shit. Yeah. But so there, there are characters that, like, I would say white characters that would not make sense to, to change the race. Wolverine, I think could be argued, would not make sense to change his race. Because... Danny, you're the... Because this dude... So granted, my knowledge is limited, but based on the movies anyway, this dude has lived several centuries. He's fought in many yes. wars. So it wouldn't make sense to him if he was black fighting in the Revolutionary War, or eh, maybe... But, but you understand what I'm saying? Like, there's certain aspects to his story to where it wouldn't make sense for him to be a different race. Unless they recreated his origin story. Yeah. Because that's where even, like, Black Panther, someone's like, why don't they make Black Panther white then? Meh. And it's like, no, it's a, it's a character in Africa with, like, familial ties that go back generations of being black. It would make no sense. I don't know. I, that's where I just... No, I, I see some of these I, arguments and I'm like, bleh. I agree. There are some characters that... I mean, yeah, it's 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 the truth of writing a character is that race does play a part in it. Like how how tall he is plays a part in it. Um, how they black, look black plays... uh, black hobbits don't make sense. <laughs> That's dumb. <laughs> um, Go on. But they still but, be taller than all the all the other hobbits, though. But all They'd the like, like, but going back to going back to Ariel, it's like, yeah, does Ariel's character really matter based on her race? And it's like, well, no. The thing, though, if yeah, if you go back to the original story of Ariel, you realize that Disney hugely very veered from the original grim tale of Ariel and that whole the whole story. They kind of made it their own thing, and in that they made it their own image as well as this you know this redhead you know little little mermaid. So it's like yeah, I get it. The character of Ariel, if you go back to like the Grimm's fairy tales and all that, then yeah, it kind of kind of was it Grimm? I'm like yeah, it was Grimm blanking. It was the, okay. They were Grimm tales. Uh, and that's the um, thing, like you're dealing with, you know, Grimm, Hans Christian Andersen, all these people were writing in medieval Europe, right? Where right. black people were not prominent, so you wouldn't run into them. They would, they wouldn't be around. So in a modern sense, though, it's like, hey, let's look it at the fairy tale. Why not? Yeah. Why not? But they are directly recreating a Disney, a famous Disney movie. And that's the image of that they had. It wasn't, they didn't make Lion King and make them sea lions. They, you know, it's kind of, they didn't well, change shit up just be because great. it looked different. It'd be, it'd be pretty awesome, but you know, um, it's, the, uh, go on. Sorry. Yeah. No, I, that's pretty much it. I don't know. Yeah, I think in the little mermaids case, it's kind of like what Danny said, who gives a shit. And to me personally, I understand like, this is what it was, but, um, I just I don't think it's a big deal because I think like Danny said, she probably just did the best audition. And she got cast. Uh, what was kind of funny is I didn't even think like the whole Disneyland thing, and that to me I was like, oh shit, like that. that that's yeah, that's that's where it's going to be an um, issue. It's going to be like, interesting. It's um, yeah, that's the problem with money grabs. <laughs> like, hey, let's let's make money on this old cartoon that we have and make it live action. Okay. Uh okay. Um. I yeah, and so. it's like, and, and and to go back to, I'm pretty sure it was Daniel Craig that said it about 007, because there was talks of making 007 a woman, 
And he said, you know, this is ridiculous. Rather than change something, why don't you make a character for women? So that way, you know, everyone wins here. But what was I going to say? Shit. I forgot. Well, no, I mean, you, I mean, because you can make 007 a woman. Because 007 is just a code name. Yeah, right. It's but not it's, James Bond. Making James, James Bond. Bond yeah. Right. You, I mean. Um, I would agree. I would agree oh, with that. I, I if remember, they made like I a Jane Bond, I'd be like, fuck off. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, no, but I mean, if they... if. The endeavor of Disney remaking these these famous movies into live action movies and wanting to change things up, it's like, yeah, we want to remake all the old classic Disney movies. And uh, oh shit, we have a problem. They're all uh, they're all white guys and they're white girls. Man, that's not really going to be diverse. Yeah, then you shouldn't do it. You should make new movies or whatever. But <laughs> that's fair. I'm, I'm I'm okay with that actually. That's actually yeah. a good point, Mitch. That's like, a fair point. Yeah, just make it, do the hard work and make something new. I think that's but part of the problem sell. anyway. This might be a transition. I think that's part of the problem anyway. I think that's why all the remakes are happening anyway. Yeah. It's because people can't think of shit. Yeah, it's 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 just laziness. And it's no, like, people people can think of, think of shit. They just don't sell. New ideas do not sell. Yeah, people like so not as well, comfy, you're right. yeah. the comfy old notions and whatnot. Yeah. If it, it, it guarantees a set amount of tickets sold if they pitched a new they tried it with the frog prince and they were like oh shit well or frog princess whatever it was it was like the they, they, they the were making <laughs> that one they were like coming up with new ideas and i haven't done the research but i'm willing to bet that the the new movies that come out from disney probably don't earn as much as the brand new as the as the remakes of the classics so i don't know um, but, I mean, probably something to be said about that but then you get you get a movie like like bullet train uh <laughs> I Which was gonna say you get is is was, essentially a new thing like that hasn't been done. I was um, gonna say you get a movie like Encanto or Encanto, which was yeah. phenomenal. It was phenomenal. It's a new or idea. It was phenomenal. Or something like that. Yeah, Moana or whatever. It's like mm-hmm. yeah. You guys I mean, watch look way too six... many fucking kids movies. <laughs> my wife good is flicks, like, dude. My my wife is like, I'm gonna watch this, and I'm like, ew, dumb. I want to watch like guy movies, and then she puts it on, and like ten minutes in, I'm. I'm sure I'd be you know, I'd be stuck but, to the screen too. Yeah. Um. But no, they have success in writing creative new stuff. I don't know why they feel like they have to replace things. So it's all buzz and it's money grabs, dude. Yeah. It's just that's really what it we're is. gonna we're gonna hit these people because they know our generation is really heavy on the nostalgia, and it's like we're gonna hit those millennials so fucking hard with this shit. We're gonna make so much fucking money. See, now mm-hmm. I'm wondering. Imagine a remake of The Little Mermaid. Where they did just the straight, you know, complete recreation of The Little Mermaid, but as a live action. Well, mm-hmm. live action. Um, and no change. No, like, drastic change or whatever. It's just, you know, you got you got, you got got Emma Stone or, or whatever playing. Uh, or Jennifer Lawrence playing The Little Mermaid. And they dyed her hair red. And, you know, it's whatever. Um, Jennifer Lawrence can't sing. <laughs> Someone will sing yeah, for but, her. But neither could Russell Crowe. But, you know, they did it. But, hey. Um Easy. I defend Russell Crowe. <laughs> I, I know. Am I'm Jabber. sure you do. But if that happened, do you imagine the buzz that's going to happen? Like every like Aladdin came out and went away, and no one even noticed. Like they knew that like the same thing was going to happen to the Little Mermaid, and so, then Disney's like, "Hang on." <laughs> did you? I I watched Aladdin. I was a bit. I watched Beauty and the Beast, the remake, and I was literally like, "This what you just said." I was like, "This is literally just the cartoon." Mm-hmm. scene for yeah, scene remade cares? and i was like why am i watching this <laughs> dude the lion king was live action it was stupid and so no, no one that, really cares and 
I I enjoyed watching the remake of The Lion King, but in my head I was like, this isn't even fucking live action. Like, <laughs> That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah, it's it was, stupid. Yeah. It's photorealistic. Photo, the yeah. photorealistic remake. <laughs> so I'll be honest, I have not seen any of them yet. My wife watched Pinocchio while I was gone, and that's the closest I came to watching any of them. <laughs> is that the Tom Hanks yeah. one? Yeah. 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 Is that a movie um, or a show? No, it's, it's a movie. It's a movie. Okay. Yeah, so I haven't seen any of them. But I mean, you know the ending. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know how it um, ends. But I mean, the, the bitch of it is, is like I've never seen any of them. But thanks to all the hype, guess which one I'm thinking about going to see? Is I want to see Little Mermaid. No, I want to see all. <laughs> Bullet Train. I'm gonna go see Bullet Train. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, yeah. I highly recommend it. It's fucking awesome. Really? Okay, my uncle saw. It. He said it sucked. Oh, but dude, it's so good. It's good. Okay, cool. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's no, the yeah, same Dahmer. guy who directed Deadpool two and John Wick. Have you seen the teaser for Deadpool three? Of course. Of Which course. one? I'm so mad. I'm so mad. I'm just furious. My wife showed it to me, and I got so hyped. And I'm furious. You know why I'm furious? Because they said 2024. Yeah, we're all gonna be dead. I mean, things keep going the way they're going. Wait. I have to wait two years. Okay, no, that's a good thing. That means they're putting in the work for this movie, dude. Yeah, what have they been doing the past five years, though? Shit. Getting anyway. a script and getting... Really probably trying to negotiate with Hugh Jackman. And getting Disney on board to pay him whatever the fuck he wants to be that character again. Maybe. I don't know. Every I know... time I see Ryan Reynolds in any movie that's not Deadpool, I get mad because he should be focusing on Deadpool, not this other shit. It's ridiculous. Well, he pretty much plays Wade Wilson and everything he's in anyway. Everything, yeah. I, exactly. I said, so why is he wasting time? I've yeah, said sir. every movie he made before Deadpool was his audition for Deadpool. Probably. Agreed. Yeah. Which is sad because I think he's actually a really good uh, dramatic actor. He's very good. Have you, seen, have you seen Amityville Horror? Yes. So the remake of Amityville Horror was actually probably my introduction to Ryan Reynolds. Like when it, when it came out and I rented it on DVD and watched it, that was the first, I was like, Oh, this guy, he's pretty good. I kind of like him. And yeah, so that's was my first impression of Ryan Reynolds was that pretty good. Yeah. In uh smoke and aces. Not that it's the most serious movie, but he was, he, it was a dramatic he was role. He was great. Yeah. It was great. It was great. What was it? Uh, Wonderland with Jesse Eisenberg. He had a smaller role in that, but it was still pretty good. But yeah, now he's just like, uh, oh, I'm gonna be Ryan Reynolds and I'm gonna be witty and I'm gonna say all the clever things all the time. And, and I'm like, no, he gets typecast a lot. <laughs> oh man, that's all he does. I'm now. gonna overpronunciate how this beer tastes in my mouth. Yeah, mm. and that I was love just it. friends. <sighs> this shit's gonna have nuts in it. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go anyway. rewatch Free Guy. I, I like Free guy. guy. Free Guy was I good. Loved it. It was good. Loved it. Not what I expected, but it was good. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Hey. Oh, I'm not going to ruin that spoiler. Sorry. You haven't seen Bullet Train yet? No. No, not yet. Yeah. Cool. Just wait. Yeah, is Reynolds in it? I'm not going to say if he is or isn't. Uh, okay. Well, he kind of did. Chris um, Evans was in Free Guy. Yes, he was. Oh, what the shit? <laughs> oh, what the shit? So good. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we covered a lot here, guys. This is good. Yeah. I mean, uh, so, main points. I'm in Carolina. <laughs> You're in Carolina. And that's that's all I got. That's, all That's the important part. Um, it's not okay to recast Ariel with a black girl. I think we, I think we got that right. Or did we go wow. the other way on that? Wow, is that I, the conclusion you came to? Wow. I said it was fine. Oh, because oh, oh. I was going to say 
the race does not inform the character. I, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I want to see what the mascot looks like. That's what I'm, you know, <laughs> the character what's, the, what's, what's the Disneyland going to do? You know what they're going to do probably for a little bit is they're going to bring them both out. Yeah. And then they're and just going to they slowly can... transition. Oh my God. Then they have two lines. Yeah. And you that's who you pre- find out who the racists are. I say they just meet in the middle yes. and make it a Mexican chick. <laughs> That'd be it's funny. Ariel. Ariel. <laughs> Ariel. Pendejo. Oh my god. All right. Oh my god. See, I can't make those jokes. I'm not in California anymore. <laughs> People are gonna be like, I mean, "Yeah, yeah, brother." <laughs> All right. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. Next week we'll get some. We'll get. We'll get more involved into some good topics. But hey, you know, sorry I've been out for so long, guys. I appreciate you covering for me. But uh, yeah, I'll be yeah. virtual now from now on, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> unless we. It's a little long. We squeeze yeah. one. He's gonna show up if to we, the wedding all virtual and shit. I'm saying if we squeeze one in at the wedding, that'd be pretty funny. But. That morning? Yeah, I'm sure my fiance won't mind. <laughs> As we're recovering from the night before? Yeah, that's fine. Yay. All right, let's get out of here. All, All right. right. Bye, guys. Adios, guys. Thanks, thanks later. for watching. See you later. <laughs>